0: Welcome to the Tanakh Podcast. Today, Yishayahu Perek, Lamadchet, Isaiah chapter 38. What is the power of prayer? What is the power of prophecy? Can prayer alter a divine decree? Those are the questions which we have when we open our chapter and we read about Chizkiyahu's illness, which we've already read about in Malachim Bet, perak Chaf, chapter 20. It's also in Divre Yamim, And there are some really interesting differences. For those who want to do some uh, further research, uh, go compare the three chapters. But let's read. <laughs> In those days, what days? We're going to claim the days of the siege. In a minute we'll explain why. Chizkiyahu became ill. ben And the prophet comes to him and says to him, Ko So says God, It's time to write your will. It's time to command your household. You're going to die. You're not going to live. Now look at Chizkiyahu's response. Ve'yasev chizkiyahu Chizkiyahu turns his face away to the wall. Vayitpalel el Hashem. He prays to God and he says, Ana Hashem, God, remember how I walked before you with a pure heart, with truth. And I've only done what is good in your eyes. That's the end of his prayer. Chizkiyahu Cries a tremendous cry. We don't know how much time passes between this prayer and the next uh, scene in 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 Divrei. in, in, sorry, in Malachim, uh, we're told that Yishayah hadn't even had time to leave the royal compound. So says. Uh, Hashem, the God of David, your father. I heard your prayer. I've seen your cries. I've seen your tears. I am going to give you another 15 years of your life. And I will save you from the hands of the king of Ashur. And this city, and I will protect this city. Well, let's work it out very simply. We know that the Assyrians attack in the 14th year we know that uh is king for 29 years if he gets another 15 years this story is a remarkable personal personal history mirroring um the national history um judah is also the kingdom of Judea is at a point at which it's future is in peril, its very existence is in danger. If the Assyrians win and they destroy Jerusalem, then this is the end of Ramlecha Yehudah. And likewise, that we saw in the last chapter, the idea that who uh, prayed and God said he was going to to actually save the city. In fact, there's a very interesting phrase there where in Perak Lamazayim, Zayim, Pasuk Lama, he says, This is the sign that you are going to survive maybe no surprise then that in our chapter we have exactly the same phrase in pasuk zayin and here is the sign from god chizkiyahu's personal history is mirroring the national personal history and just like jerusalem gains a new lease on life so chizkiyahu is going to have 15 years added to his life he's not going to die and how does this happen this happens through the power of prayer of tears my goodness what amazing statement about the power of prayer but i'd like maybe to take this a step back and talk a little bit about prophecy you know when when Yeshayahu came in and said to him right uh, so says God levetcha, set your affairs in order ki you're going to die and you're not going to live. Did he know that possibly Chizkiyahu could, could pray and cry and, and get healed? I'd suggest that he doesn't. He doesn't know it at all. Um, You know, we all know the story of Yonah. Yonah walks into Ninveh and he says, Oh, dar yom ne hepachat. Another 40 days and Ninveh is is, is gonna be destroyed. Ninveh is toast. And then, the people of ninveh say, um, no, we can do tshuva we can repair our our our, our ways. And there is this incredible moment when the king says, Mio who knows? Yashuv Elohim Maybe God will change his mind, maybe God will return from his furious anger, and we won't die. Miyodea, who knows? And I think this is, is, is a really amazing uh, dynamic. When a prophet comes and gives a p- oracle of doom, he really means it. The, the, it sounds like the die is cast. One might even say that the, the greatest failure for a prophet, the most frustrating moment for a prophet, is when the people do tshuva, because then people will call him a liar. They'll say, well, you said an invader was going to be destroyed, but we survived just fine. But of course, there is a critical ingredient, ingredient um, and that is that the people um, do tshuva. The people, in the case of Ninve, um you know, they they keep away from the hamas uh, Sheba kapehem. They do tshuva. Likewise, here, Chizkiyahu uh, prays and cries and appeals to God. In a way, we might even suggest that this is represents differing perspectives. You know, it's it's fascinating if you paid attention yesterday in our chapter 37, you see that Chizkiyahu is interacting in Yishayahu, but they they don't really meet. Uh, Chizkiyahu keeps on sending messages to Isaiah, and Isaiah sends messengers back, and they don't meet. And one wonders whether there had been some sort of tension between them. After all, Yishayahu has been berating the king for making alliances with Egypt and, you know, not following quite um, this reliance of God uh, that, 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 that Yishayahu wants. Was there some sort of tension between them? You know, Chazal come along and, and articulate this tension in the Gemara and Brachot. And they say, Chizkiyahu said, let Isaiah come to me, Yavu Yishayahu Sli. right? And Yeshayahu said, Yavu Chizkiyahu etzli. <laughs> and Yeshayahu said, well, you know, I'm the prophet, Chizkiyahu should come to me. And Ma'asa Kadosh Baruch what did God do? Hevi Yisurim al Chizkiyahu. Chizkiyahu got sick, and Yishayahu, and God said to Yishayahu, you have to go and visit him. In other words, what's fascinating is that at this point in the story, Chizkiyahu um, is brought to a point where he realizes that all he can do is rely on God, that he has to adopt the Yishayahu perspective, that uh, there is a meeting of minds, there is a meeting of souls. And yet, as we are suggesting in our presentation here, um, they're they're at a dissonance because Yishayahu is giving a prophecy which represents doom and destruction and Chizkiyahu is breaking through the wall directly to God and um, gaining God's mercy. So we have this really fascinating situation whereby it is prayer, it is a change of action, it is tshuva that can even alter a divine decree, and though the prophet is quite convinced that what he says is a hundred percent going to happen, otherwise he wouldn't be able to deliver it with full pathos, with full power, with full passion. Um, and yet, however much it seems like God has made up his mind, there seems to be always another way. And I think that's exactly the place of prayer in our lives. We have so many things in life which we think. Uh, are set, are predictable, are absolutely the course of nature. But if we can put ourselves in that that crack of light, that crack of light which is uh, ulai, maybe, maybe, maybe there can be a different way. Who knows whether God will change things. And if we can expand that belief and really pray with that in mind, then it seems like even the greatest prophecy can be altered and reversed. That's it for today. Have a great day.